This is Gabby and KT, and we're back with another episode. Thank you everybody for checking out our last episode, which was a uh, playing of the album "The Bullet, The Battle of the Bullet" by Malcolm X. Um, if you would like to donate and contribute to the work we are doing in Memphis, the distribution of zines and books, the uh, loading of the community fridge. The redistribution of funds, the garden we get going in my backyard, you can do so. The link is in the description. Also, if you would like to join us in the work we are doing, the link is also in the description to do that. Um, so today we're going to be talking a little bit about, you know, some of the topics that have come up this past week and a half. Um, actually the past two weeks, you know, with the Buffalo shooting and the school shooting, we've seen a lot of rhetoric around, uh, policy and things like that. And we just want to talk about it from, you know, an anarcho-communist and anarchist perspective. Um, you know, just our thoughts on some of those things. So KT, what's one of the things that you saw on the TL and just in the media in general that kind of grinded your gears. Yeah, so um, two things that are just ridiculous to me. Um, one of them is we need to protest gun laws. And the second one is teachers need to go on strike. If you have listened to any of our episodes, we pretty much think that protesting is it's pretty much useless, to be honest. So... With that being said, what would be the absolute point of you guys going out there to protest gun laws only for police to show up with guns in your faces? Then the other thing that I heard was, oh, well, let's go ahead and let these teachers go out here and strike. That, why would the teachers strike? The teachers don't even get paid enough. The teachers don't even have the teacher don't even have adequate supplies in the classroom. The teachers don't even have adequate information sent to them most of the time. They can't even get a correct email sent to them. What makes you think that they're gonna have the time, the energy, these working class people to go out here and protest gun laws? And I think that's kind of like where I would like to take this is like I feel like whenever we whenever we as a as a whole talk about gun laws it's always ban guns ban guns ban guns right but also on the opposite end of that it's like do y'all want to have no defense against the United States government at all like whatsoever like if the United States government came you realize that they're going to have like army type military grade equipment you're gonna have nothing to defend yourself now this doesn't mean that an 18 year old should have the option to have a gun like the guy or the child that literally killed the other children but that does mean that y'all can't just outlaw every single gun just because you hate guns i don't see nothing wrong with uh people thinking you know, teachers should strike if the teachers have unions and stuff and they have uh, apparatuses to support them. Um, in the South, as y'all know, we do not. But I don't know about over there. Um, if they want to strike and they have the resources and people want to support them, 100%, I support a strike. A protest, no, because what is that? I mean, I don't. I think some people don't understand, and they say we don't understand the government. Okay, so if we know that a majority of our politicians, a lot of them are getting paid by the NRA 
or other organizations like that who make money off of gun sales? What is you going out in the street screaming and hollering with the sign going to do to combat the millions of dollars that politician is receiving to campaign? And I feel like that's something that people miss out on. But we talked about protesting a gazillion times. We know that. Um, yeah, I feel like because at one point I was on the, you know, we need better, stricter gun laws because we do. Because AR-15s, there's that should not be so readily accessible to right. people. If that's become the brand and the, the gun of choice for all mass shootings, I don't I don't think we need that. We don't need that. We don't need, you don't need an AR-15 unless you're planning to kill people. Right. And uh, that's not even a self-defense killing. That's just you you getting ready to spray a multitude of people it, it, to murder them. Uh, so, yeah, I don't feel like that needs to be sold anyway to the public. Um, but as far as guns in general, yes, I'm not for uh, the gun ban because, as you know, we are very pro protecting yourself and arming yourself. And, um, you know, especially in this day and age, we don't want to sound old, but in any time, you know, the gov- the, the cops are not going to protect you. Nope. They're going to come after you didn't get bugged. They don't, they're going to come after you didn't get attacked. They're going to come after somebody didn't broke up in your house, in your car. So you do need some protection. Not saying you're going to, have to kill people but sometimes people respect a gun more than just your voice and your and if you don't have the physical um qualities of being aggressive you're gonna need something to protect yourself and it just it is what it is so that's definitely not the way to go but yes Really, the the point of this thing is all this discourse. We have the same discourse over and over. Every time the politicians, obviously, they're they're benefiting in some way from these mass shootings because nobody on either side is doing nothing about it. But really, all this discourse and stuff is just going around in circles to not address the number one issue in yep. America. People, normally the liberals and any other people, they say this is, I can't believe this is what America's coming to. I can't believe this is America. I can't believe the police (laughs) act like that. I can't believe this, that, and the third. Well, if you can't believe it, obviously you'd have missed the point. My thing is, too, is like these people are like, I can't believe it. But apparently, like, think about this logically. You cannot believe that the police, that the government won't do anything about this. But one, the police are militarized and they have guns. Number two, the government literally goes over to other countries and bombs them daily, okay? And three, they don't care, the government does not care that there has been centuries worth of genocide for indigenous people and for black people, okay? So how in your brain can you logically say, oh my gosh, the government isn't doing anything about this. Are you so privileged? Have you learned nothing from history? Do you know no. nothing about anything? No. That you, that, yeah. It, I mean, the majority of those people are white. We know this. But they're also, quote, unquote, leftists who are really just liberals who feel like, okay, well, we should go out here and protest and, and maybe we can just beg the government for some rights. I went on a rant. I'm sorry, but. Yeah, so. Um, back to the missing of the plot. I mean, we know that America does not teach adequate history. So, 
Okay, so of course you didn't get an education, but you also haven't been listening to black people. Like you didn't listen at all to the George Floyd the mm-hmm. the, pro, the the protest. You didn't listen all, at all to the Trayvon Martin protest, the Mike Brown protest, the uh, Breonna Taylor. Like you were there, and I saw you posting, but you weren't paying attention. That tells me y'all were just doing stuff for clout because I gave plenty of people reading lists. I gave plenty of people's books to read. Y'all didn't read no books. Y'all didn't read no books if you are surprised. And that's what we talking about anyway. A lot of these people, when 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 uh stuff like this happens, that's when they true color show. Because these are the same people that claim, I see you, I hear you, you ain't heard a thing. You have not heard a thing. And that's what we were talking about. Fascism is nothing new. Fascism has been here right. from the beginning. Genocide of people, the mass killing of people is nothing new. That's something that's been happening since the beginning of America. Yep. You being surprised means you do not know the history. You have no idea of the history. The fact that there are 202 mass shootings that's happened this year and we've only heard of a handful, that should tell you that this is just what this country is about. This is what this country has always been about. This country has always had race riots, murder sprees, lynching parties. Yep. This part, this this country has always been a murderous, uh, genocidal, racist place forever. So in order for you to change it, what in the world is a gun ban going to do to change what the foundation, that's what we're trying to get y'all to see, the foundation of this country. What's the gun ban going to do? What's the, what's security going to do? What is a background check going to do? It's not It's not going to make a difference when the root of the cause is white supremacy, right? And that, that's kind of where we should bring it to. Because there was a conversation that you saw on the TL about white supremacists and how white supremacists are all pro-guns they're pro-guns and they're pro-life but then here comes uh 19 children and when their children are affected by the pro-gun pro-life that they're toting and happy about and all of a sudden it's a problem yeah um what's his name shaheem Getting to it, a lot of white leftists and stuff were very, very upset. A lot of white people in general were upset because they brought up the point that one of the guys whose daughter was killed in the shooting was a Kyle Rittenhouse uh, supporter, was super pro-gun, was like, you know, you're not going to touch my gun, don't tread on me, yada, yada, yada. There ain't nothing wrong with being pro-gun. But there's there's also a correlation between being pro-gun, being pro-Kyle Rittenhouse, being anti-protesters, anti-BLM, and all that stuff. So pretty much what that guy was trying to say was, your ideology, your principles have consequences. Right. This, what your, your beliefs are the same beliefs that funneled in that guy into becoming what he was and shooting up that school. Yep. It's the exact same pipeline. I'm sure y'all watched the same YouTube videos. I'm sure y'all... Uh, Talk, had the same talking points about certain things. And people said it was not the time and not the place. It was not the time and not the place to have the conversation that we've been trying to have this entire time that this is not something caused by individuals. Nope. That this is something caused by the ideology of America. Yep. It's not the time because the guy's daughter just died. Here's the thing. L- l- listen to this, guys. Because this is what I'm trying to see. And I want to shout out your Aries comrade. I'm going to uh, 
link her in the description. Because she made a very pointed point. As far as leftists go, mm -hmm. and white leftists or whatever, y'all be the main ones talking about revolution, revolution, <laughs> this, that. We need our guns. We need to arm ourselves. Right. Matt sees the means of production. But you, we can't even call a thing a thing because you're scared of hurting somebody's feelings? <laughs> Literally. I mean, that's really what it was. It, it came down to is like, oh, it's not the time because you're going to hurt their feelings. What? When will be the time? That's the thing. A lot of times when, when people, yeah. what I've noticed when people say this is not the time, what happens is it never becomes the time. It'll be a year later and they'll still say it's not the time. Or it makes them uncomfortable. Yeah, it that's the thing. Yeah, that's the thing. But how are we going to, where's my question? How are you going to have a revolution if you don't like being uncomfortable, if you don't like making people mad, if you don't like hurting people's feelings, if you are potentially going to trigger people, what do you think a revolution is? You think a revolution is going to be rainbows and smiling? You think a revolution Revolution is finna be painless. You think a revolution is going to be uh, simple? It's going to be complicated. It's going to violent. Be violent. Like that's something that's really important. I think a lot of people don't really understand because we've we've kind of taken on this quote unquote. Like a lot of white leftists have taken on this personality trait, and they've made a revolution and rebellion like their own type of like personality aesthetic whatever and the thing about a revolution the thing about a revolt a, re a rebellion it's violent you cannot fight violence with non-violence you cannot you have got to fight back with violence so when an actual revolt comes you might just die and we've talked about that previously. We talk about that, like, I feel like every episode now. Is that people do not understand that a revolution means violence. A revolution means... <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You can't have a revolution if we can't even say, like, have a real talk. If we can't even call a thing a thing. So the fact that all these white people were like, oh, the decorum, this is going to send him back to whatever. That dude already was saying it was he, already he don't there. feel no different. Exactly. Y'all, we will never get anywhere with some of these people. But that's this is a good filtering out. All them people that were calling that guy out, it's a good filtering out. But here's the thing about them. And something that I noticed with a lot of white people, a lot of white people who ain't never gone through nothing, a lot of them who's, who don't have any other marginalized identities, they don't know what it's like to talk to somebody who is delving into ideologies that oppress them. They don't know what it's like to interact with those people. So they will say, yes, oh, well, you know, it's not the time, it's not the place. What we have learned what, as black people, whether you're black, whether you're poor, whatever, you cannot be nice to these people. These people want you dead. If, if you were the one in the building, these people would be the ones saying you deserve it. They were saying the protesters yes. deserve it. We're not even saying the man deserved to die. We definitely ain't saying that baby deserved to die. None she of was those innocent. babies do. I'm thinking, like, from, like... I hate this, but, like, white culture, and, and really it's just white supremacy. But, like, if you think about it from a white supremacist point of view, you're right. It's about decorum. It's about respectability. It's about purity. It's about being pure and not bringing up the negative during a negative situation. It's like 
it's like this fake positive type stuff. It's, it's very unserious behavior to me, and I really think that people need to see where their priorities lie and what really is the main goal. I feel like people are very caught up in thinking they can convert everybody mm -hmm. and thinking that everybody will be saved. But here's the thing about it. First of all, y'all, there, there's something else. These people are so obsessed with converting the fringe people. <laughs> the people that are already Literally. on the alt-right pipeline just sliding down. When there are all these people around you that may be liberals, they may just be regular old-time Republicans, who literally are not too far gone that can be saved. But you're spending all this time saying, oh, don't punch a Nazi. Oh, don't be too mean to this racist person because then they'll become the alt-right. Oh, let's not do this. Oh, let's not do that. And you're forgetting what is the point of this. The point of this is to build enough community, enough camaraderie with people, and organize enough people so that we can get stuff moving. But I just, I didn't like the way people were piling up on the folk. And then being anti-black anyway, y'all just, Literally. some of y'all just be waiting for a, a reason to be anti-black. Uh, saying that the person who used AAVE, therefore, was unserious. And girl, just shut up. Let's talk about this whole thing. Now everybody's back on this defund the police thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now defund the police is back in action. It's getting back hot. <laughs> no. No. The I way y'all doing it is a uh, no. I saw somebody sharing that little thing with Ben and Jerry's. Ben and Jerry's had that big old, it's a, it's a picture. I'll see if I can put it in the video. It's the big old pot. It's got a big old bowl that says uh, police budget, all these billions of dollars. And then it has these little small cups that say, Affordable housing, red flag, mental health, whatever, uh, education, this, that, and the third. And it's got a black hand, of course, with the little spoon, putting the little ice cream in the little bowls. Those bowls are already filled up to the brim, so there's nothing else for that money to be done. So I guess they're saying, after those bowls get filled, we can keep the rest of the police budget. No. No. The way it needs to be done is, no affordable housing free housing, free everything, make them bowls bigger, dump and throw that police bowl in the garbage and put the rest of the ice cream, the rest of the money into investing in each other. Also, on the police. I'm sorry, but that is just, I that is ridiculous coming from a capitalist ice cream brand. Right. Come on. But that's why, that's why they still kept the bowl. That's why they said, well, we're not going to get rid of all Come the police on. because like, it's oh, a capitalist. And that's why. propaganda. That is propaganda. That's liberal propaganda that you guys are feeding into when you share that. That's why defund the police is now the liberal thing. Even though the established liberals still don't like it. No. But you hear a lot of nonprofits mm -hmm. talking about defund the police because defund the police just funnels that money from the police budget into what? Nonprofit organizations. Yes. That is it. That's correct. They're not saying get the money, put it in people's pockets, invest it in the actual communities. Those little affordable housing will be a nonprofit. Mm -hmm. Their little mental health will be a mental health nonprofit. Yep. Their little education thing will be a school that's, that's get all these nonprofits and stuff in it. That is just another way for the capitalists to still end up on top and still end up in charge. Because 
they're going to be the ones funding the nonprofits. It's, it's just a way for it to seem like there's progress, but how much progress can really be done if ultimately a capitalist is still in charge and the one saying how our money is going to be funneled and who it's going to go to? It's all a scam. It's literally all a scam. So, and if you remember back when that was a big thing, the fun of police, that got co that was abolished that was the police. So co It was abolished the police for like two weeks. Literally. And then somehow it became, well, we gonna defund the police. And then maybe we'll abolish. Until eventually it just became defund the police. With no kind of demand, no kind of nothing behind it. Just a saying, a word. Just a whole bunch of words. Put them together. Who cares? That's it means yeah. nothing. Yeah. Like, it really, like, honestly, you can say defund the police, but what do liberals mean by that? Literally nothing. They mean nothing by that because to them in their brain, the prop, the thing is, is that majority of these liberals are white, to be honest, and so defunding the police, abolishing the police isn't going to make as much of a difference to them if they're not marginalized in some way. And even... They, even if they are poor, even if white, these white people are poor, it's still not going to make much of a difference because they're white at the end of the day. And we're going to be taken care of by the police, long story short. Here's the thing about it, too. Like, yeah, it's been co-opted and uh, it's come away for these nonprofits to get money. But I feel like as far as we're concerned, like, we've had to play so much catch-up because the the conversation has been moved and turned and twisted in this, that, and the third that we're having to explain what defund the police means to people when it should be abolish the police. Yeah. And it's really messing up our thing. So, yeah. We have to we have to start educating people and start letting people know why abolish the police is the goal. And for a lot of people... It's the truth. A lot of boomers, black boomers, and a lot of just Gen X, a lot of black people in general don't understand what abolish the police is. A lot of us, again, like any other people, we lack the consciousness. We know that uh, police officers don't help us. We know all these other things, but we don't know. We still have some internalized anti-blackness that makes us think that we as black people have something inherently wrong with us that makes us have to be policed by the people. And so what we need to do is, whether when you're white, whether you're white, educate your white people, black, educate your black folks, and let them know these crimes and all this stuff in the community, in these poor communities, are not happening because there's something in these people that's making them do it. There, If you were in this same situation, living in them same places, you would be a statistic as well. Human beings are not meant to live in these conditions. It messes up with your brain. It messes up with your DNA. It messes up with the way you process things. It literally messes you up all the way. And then if you don't have resources to help you get out of it, if you don't have prospects out leaving that place, and the only prospect is of making money, is committing quote-unquote crimes, robbing people, selling drugs, whatever it may be. That's just what's going to happen. And it's meant to be this way. So we have to educate, we have to educate people on that. And then educate them that the police job is not to protect citizens. It's to protect the law. Who makes the laws? 
the capitalists, the people in office, they are rich. They have upper, middle, upper class incomes, okay? It doesn't matter if they're black or white. They are there to protect the rich. Literally. That's their purpose, is to protect the laws. And where are the laws going to be against? Who are the laws are going to be against? The poor. The black. The Hispanic. The immigrants. The queer. In the 80s, if the police were so concerned about protecting people, why were they busting in the crack houses, beating people up, yeah. uh, stuff like that? Users of drugs, not even people that had the guns, just people who just was in there doing drugs over there, terrorizing them, people locking them up for eternity. The police are not there to help us. And honestly, if there was a mass, if there was a mass influx of uh populations like the Hispanic population or the black population, it was getting too many people, them people wouldn't care at all. They just let us do whatever. But they have a job. Like I said, in Memphis, their job is to make sure the poor black people do not go into them areas where mm -hmm. them white people are at. And to, uh, yeah, make sure that the crime is kept in them little boundaries. Yeah, of course. And that is it. I want you to literally go, again, we've said this, go to these neighborhoods, look at these main streets where you have majority homeless people on these main streets, majority black homeless people on these streets, and then look one street over, and I promise you, there will not be a single homeless person there. And there'll be the little police boxes. Yep, that is correct. Yeah. So, yeah, so I guess that's our call to action, guys, because there's a lot of emotions right now. People don't know what to do. People are feeling helpless. People are feeling hopeless. But, again, times like this are times where we can provide the answers. The answer, some part of the answers is this is a white supremacist, capitalist, patriarchal, uh, society. Mm -hmm. The only way that we're going to get to the root of the issue is when we get to the root of that. Yep. Education is needed. Also, police. Police must be abolished. All that money, if gone into our communities, not through nonprofits, if invested in our communities, you would see a change, but that's not going to happen under capitalism. So if that's not going to happen, we have to put matters into our own hands and make it happen. And that's what we're trying to do. But, yeah, that's pretty much it. You got anything else? No, that's pretty much it. Guys, let us know what you think. What are some things uh, your family members or things might be talking about that, you know, is grinding your gears? You know, they're kind of missing the plot. Let us know. Um, and, uh, let us know some tips you may have on talking to people about the abolition of police, what's been successful, what has not, and we'll share it on here. Um, I think that's pretty much it. If you'd like to contribute to the work we are doing, also, if you'd like to join us in Memphis and the work we're doing, you can do so. Link is in the description. Thank you guys for listening. This has been Gabby and KT, and this has been Building Our Power.